Welcome to the Tap Room Exclusive. I'm Dean Zarbaugh. I'm here at Franklin Brewing Company here in Elyria, Ohio. Uh, I am with Aaron, Mark, and Howard. Uh, thank you all for being here. Um, talk a little bit. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, talk a little bit about you guys. You guys were established in 2012. When did uh, when did doors actually first open? Was that in 2012? Uh, I would say shortly after that. Um, okay. It was probably Novemberish 2012 gotcha. that we got approved and everything through the the state and the feds and all that stuff. And then uh, probably around February March is when we actually made our first sale. So it'd be okay. shortly into 2013. What was it that inspired you to get into the brewing side of things? Uh, that's always been really part of what fascinates me the most is, you know, you talk to brewers, that isn't what they necessarily started out doing, kind of found themselves doing it. What was, uh, what was your journey to being, uh, a, you know, here at Franklin? Well, um, I mean, I can comment on myself and then I'm sure Mark can fill in with some things too, but it, it, uh, it all started with a, uh, a homebrew kit. Basically, um, I got one for Christmas. Um, I wasn't really in the beer at that time, actually, and this was probably 20 something years ago or better than that. And, um, you know, I was just starting to kind of get into Sam Adams and that type of thing. And someone bought me this kit and was like, hey, you know, you're, you're drinking this stuff. You might like to try something on your own. And I made a holiday spiced ale with it. And it is your first beer. Yes. And it was terrible. So you went, but, <laughs> you went zero to 60 pretty much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. I just, I wanted to do something different, you know, and, mm. and I, I like experimenting with things. Yeah. So I figured, why not? Let's give this a shot. And it, it really didn't turn out that good at all. I mean, it was drinkable, but it was. What was all? Was it like the carbonation? Oh, definitely the carbonation. Because that Flavor seems to be like a was... big thing with the holiday ales is if that carbonation's even slightly off. Yeah, it, it just, it didn't, well, it didn't have that full feeling and, you know, and, and it was just, but it was enough of a bug to get me going. And I'm kind of a, a geek when it comes to those things. And I like to over read and over explore things. Mm-hmm. And I just. You fell down I, a rabbit hole. Very much a very deep rabbit hole, yeah. and I'm still falling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, of all the rabbit holes to fall down, craft beer is, seems to be one of the most fun ones. Exactly, exactly. I don't know. I mean, I think Mark got into it with his dad. Um, I don't know if it was along the similar lines or not, but yeah, my father was a avid home brewer for years and got me interested in it. And uh, you know, as time went on, we just made a lot of IPAs. You okay. Know, we didn't take Is that because you like what you like to drink? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we're making it for ourselves. Yeah. You know, we, there's no need for readings or really measuring much out. It was <laughs> yeah. just kind of throw it in. See and, how many hops we can throw yeah, in. Absolutely, and... yeah. And we made some awesome beer. Um, and then I got more interested in actually learning, you know, what what the science is behind this, mm-hmm. how to do measurements, how to take readings, actually explain to people and tell people what it is I'm making. Um, shortly thereafter, I got to meet up with Aaron and I came out on a Sunday just to see what he does out here, and mm. I haven't left. So. <laughs> <laughs> is that because they change you, change you to the back, or what? Yeah. No. Um, well, no. This is uh, this has been my first time here. Uh, as I was telling you guys off the air, unfortunately, I I, I work uh, on Saturdays a lot. Uh, I haven't had a chance to get out here, but to let people know, you guys are open on Saturdays yes. from twelve to four. Is that correct? Correct. Um, and so you do growler fills, everything. Tell the people about like what, what goes on here on Saturdays. Um, well, yeah, that's, I mean, when we first started, uh, doing all this, we were just pretty much production only. Um, we were making small batches of beer and hoping that we would, people would enjoy it as much as we did. 
we started selling some and it was like, hey, this is pretty good. And then one thing led to the next. We started getting more customers, started growing more. We all still have full-time jobs. So it's that fine line, that balance of things. Well, then about two years ago, we decided, you know what, we either need to upgrade and start really doing something mm-hmm. or we kind of need to be like, let's, let's fold this. Because not not that it was anything was bad or in, in that avenue, but right. it was just getting to that point where it's it's like, look, we we got to do something here, and so we decided, all right, let's get some new equipment, let's grow, let's let's open the tap room. Yeah. Um, but we don't have a bathroom on premises. Okay. So we can't serve pints. Gotcha. Um, but we are able to serve, you know, the growlers to go, mm. and we do have select bottles every now and then of things okay. that Mark and I decide, hey, let's bottle this up. So we we bottle some up, and when people come in, we can tell them we've got this. You know, or this, or whatever. You know, yeah. whatever we we do at that time, and that's kind of how this whole thing started. You know, and we we have five taps. We have about fifteen different beers that we produce. Um, we squeak in one-offs every now and then to mm-hmm. do something different, and we've started creating a little buzz, and we get more and more people that show up every Saturday. And you know, we don't do too bad for being only open four hours <laughs> a week. And you know, we're 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 hoping to increase that, but yeah. You know, no, there's steps. there seems to be a nice uh, cult following for you guys around town. Um, you know, uh, people think Elyria, Ohio. They don't necessarily think breweries. Uh, and it's nice to see. You know, I grew up around here. I, you know, um, my family lives in in Elyria. I grew up going around here all the time, and it's nice to see a local watering hole like this. We, we get a lot of that from people that they'll, they'll show up and they'll be like, I had no idea you guys were here. You know, how long have you been here? And we start telling them, well, we've been in business six years and we've been doing this for two, selling the growlers. And they're like, I, I pass you every day. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. it's, well, it, it's a house. So it's right. tough to, it's tough to know. Um, you know, we're not really supposed to put out signs or anything like that. So okay. we can only do that, you know, during the time we're selling from 12 gotcha. to 4. Okay. So, you know, nobody complains. It's, you know, people are very respectful when they yeah. come. My neighbors have no problems with any That's of it. That's awesome. You know, they all know what we do, and they're all supportive. And, and every, actually, they've come over many times. And, nice. hey, let's buy something, and you no know, problem. Um, it's just, we're just kind of going with it and growing. Nice. Uh, and so we're uh, we're enjoying, I'm enjoying an America's Gold right now. This is the, uh, uh, America's Gold, yeah. Uh, this is the Kolsch you guys do. Correct. Uh, Kolsch style. We've talked on the show before about how <laughs> technically you can't, it's the champagne of beer. This is the true champagne of beer. You can't call it that unless it was from Cologne, Germany. Correct. Kolsch style. I love the Kolsch style. It is something that not a lot of breweries, well, they're starting to. A lot of people are starting to get into this um, style, but it, it, it took a long time. I was going to say, it's funny that you mention that because actually when we started doing this, and this was one of the first beers that I ever made. Okay. Um, and the reason I did it, again, I like to try to do different things, mm-hmm. was because nobody was really doing it. And it was kind of a dying style, except for in Cologne, Germany. Right. So, you know, Howard and I had talked about things and what are we going to produce? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? And from him, from the marketing side, it was like, well, is there anything different that we could do that maybe somebody else isn't? And I was like, you know what? I've made this a handful of times. It turns out really good. It's kind of like Budweiser with flavor. So yeah. This would be a great introductory beer for people that don't know anything about craft. Yeah. And now that we've been making it as long as we have, we've gotten great compliments on it from a lot of people, even people from Germany that have, nice. that have come over and tried it. That's got to be the yeah. highest praise you can get. Oh, yeah. it's And to me, that's that's. I'm not a metal guy. I'm not about any of that stuff. I mean, the, the, the vents and those metals and everything, those are great. Mm-hmm. And I would never turn one down. Right, absolutely. But to me, the metal for me is for you to walk in here and say, I enjoy your product. That gives me more 
excitement and more joy than going, hey, I can hang this gold medal up here. And right. A judge thought it was cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's always that that divide between critics and the re- and the actual beer drinking community. Exactly. There's uh, a there was a, a saying from a, an old friend of mine years ago that they were a musician and they always hated the critics and they said that uh, uh, the critics were the people that shot the wounded coming back from battle. <laughs> that's a great. I said how that's a great how true <laughs> that is that is a great analogy. Um, I, I I'm really enjoying this. This has a ton of flavor. Uh, I think there's kind of this uh, weird, I don't know what the word to put it, it with, with Kolsch's is that people think because it's a lighter body overall, it's a lighter, crisp kind of style that it's not going to have a lot of flavor, but try it. I mean, like, that, that's, I don't just knock it until you try it. You know what I mean? And this is, this is one of the most flavorful Kolsch's I've had. Thank you, thank you. We, we appreciate that. We, it's like I said, we've we've gotten a lot of compliments from people on that very same thing. It's, if I think, Mark and I do it a different way. We we brew this a different way than what most brewers would do it. Okay. And I think a lot of it stems from the yeast, the type that we use, how it how it produces, and what it does, and it gives mm. off its own flavors and its own esters and, and tastes all by itself. We just kind of give it the. I don't know facilitate it into yeah. doing what it does best and we we do it in such a way that we we try to give it a little more of a fruit that mm-hmm. seems to kind of come out of it and i think that's what people really like about it and that's what separates it from another kolsch because kolsches are you know very similar to blondes and pilsners mm-hmm. and all these those light you know airy type of beers right. and ours is when they try it that's that whole thing of wow there's there's something else going on here right. and it's like it's there's a complexity to exactly. it exactly Talk a little bit about the flavor. What uh, what can people expect uh, out of this beer when they drink it? Uh, you, me, all right. Well, <clears throat> um, wow, it's uh, it is light. Um, there's it's it's got a, a subtle, I guess, a, an earthy hop finish, but there is a so, uh, a parish. A, is that even a word? Parish. Mm-hmm. A, a parish. A pear type uh, nose that it does elude, and 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 that comes from the yeast. And how I didn't get that until you said that. Yeah, but now you will. Now, now that I that's that's that different thing yeah. that's in there that you're like, I don't know what that taste is, but there's something that is yeah. good. Yeah. And 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 that's I couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah, and that's what it is, and I think that's what separates it from all the other cultures that are out there because I've I've had a handful of them and they they're similar, but mm-hmm. you know there are differences in all of right. them. But and I think if you stack five of them together and stick ours in there. Ours is not going to taste like any of the other ones. I, I would know. I would attest to that. But if you if you follow the guidelines, you know if you're yeah. one of those types of people, it falls right in with everything that a, a cold should be. Nice. Uh, so you like you said you do the growlers to go. Uh, if someone was taking a growler of this home, what would you say uh, would be a nice meal for them to kind of prep uh, with with the America's Gold? Uh, well, I can say that. Pier W's carried our beer for five years, six years now, um, year-round. Oh, nice. And I know they pair it with whitefish, um, a lot of their appetizers that are lighter as well. Um, and then, you know, if you're getting a steak or something meatier during dinner, they'll mm-hmm. suggest a, a darker beer or something slightly yeah. different. But definitely as an appetizer or with a lighter, a nice salad or a whitefish, um, uh, pairs excellent with that. You were you're talking. You obviously you also go out to a few places uh, that have your your uh, beer on tap. 
uh, where if if people are out and about uh, happen to find where where could they happen to find you guys uh, on tap? Just well, a couple places. You don't have yeah, to, I'm not asking for every single no, place. No, yeah, don't, I don't know. Worry about that. I know here in the area, um, we just delivered out into Wellington. I think out at the Red oh, nice. Iron. Um, I know we're at the Foundry here in Illyria. Uh, Basil's in Illyria here. Pier W in Cleveland. Woods in Rocky River. Uh, occasionally at Toast on West 65th in oh, Cleveland. Nice. Um, so we're scattered. We're getting out there. Yeah, we're scattered all kind of throughout. Yeah. Um, yeah we, we got <clears throat> we got a handful of places. Uh, a lot of them are loyal, mm-hmm. and you know they they keep us on all the time, and you know, and then it, the way craft the craft industry is, you know, and especially since we self distribute, it um, you know you're in and gone. Yeah. And then we got to go back in, and right. then they're like, okay, well, we'll put this on, and then we're it's in and gone, and then right. you know, which is it's the game. I it is, it, you but know, you it, get way more control, and it's it's nice. I, I feel it's a little bit more work, obviously, probably a lot more work, but. It's nice to kind of keep that control in your own hands, I would imagine. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because uh, I hear horror stories about, you know, people getting into distribution deals and stuff. And you're just like, oh, I just you just feel bad for people. Like, well, you just, it's the kind of stuff you don't even wish on your own worst enemy. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. We've, oh. we've, we've heard uh, tons of them from, from the people that we know, other breweries and, and, you know, people in the know. And every time we start bringing and broaching this subject, mm. the first thing they tell us is don't do it. Yeah. If you can still fund yourself and you can hire a staff and you can do the self-distribution, don't go with a distributor. Yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of why we still are where yeah. we are. You know, that's, we, absolutely. We, we've been approached. We were going to take that leap and it was like, nope, it's... There were just too many negative things that were like, we're just going to keep doing this out by yeah. ourselves. I, you know, I, re- I really like that you guys are here in Illyria. Like I said, you know, I grew up here. It's just really, you know, with this, this craft beer community, everything, it, it seems to be moving local, more local and more local and more local and more local. It, it's, uh, it's, it's really nice to, uh, it's just really nice to see this, this, gift back to the community like this mm-hmm. uh, i really appreciate you guys doing this this oh, is no. this is uh you know we we appreciate doing it we're, um, we're we're like i said we're happy that our medals are when people walk through the door yeah and every day we get, every time we're open we get we have our regulars but then we always get at least four or five new faces that that's walk an amazing in thing it's, it's like it's always you know it's hard to get new faces in a door mm-hmm. no matter the business it's yeah. always hard to bring new people in uh but when you got really good beer like this it's it's hard to pass up well we, we appreciate that. Um, and we are so small and it's i think i think that's the thing is a lot of people don't know who we are you know we're right. we're friends with a lot of brewers and a lot of breweries you know yeah. and they know us and you know they'll come to us for things or we'll be on tap with them or they'll yeah. want to do something with us but the general public never really knows because right. we, we didn't have a place for anybody to come to right. and now that we do it's like we, we want to come more but you guys are only open like four hours and yeah. it's right in the middle of the day. And we're like, <laughs> yeah. we're sorry. We all have full-time jobs, you but know, we, you know, got to pay the bills, Exactly. you know, and that's, <laughs> and, but, but you know, that's what, that's kind of what I like also about this industry is it gives people an opportunity to express themselves and, and do something that they want to do and have the control over themselves. But you know, if they need to pay the bills, they still got their other thing. They could still do that. It's a really nice, uh, it's a really nice, go between between everything you know you got everything uh everything working out for everybody hopefully uh what else am i forgetting to talk about about this kolsch other than how great it is anybody howard 
talk about the beginning. Beginning of the cold? Yeah. Starts with grain. <laughs> what do you add water? after the grain? A little water? A little okay. Water. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's 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 kind of there's four things that go into it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a water, grain, hops. Yeah. Know, okay. Yeast. Nice. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Um, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate your guys' time. Um, tune in next week for another new all new episode of the Taproom Exclusive.